Chapter 5, Section 6 of The Promise of American Life by Herbert Crowley. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recorded by The Progressing America Project. Chapter 5, Section 6 American Democracy and the Social Problem. The changes which have been taking place in industrial and political and social conditions have all tended to impair the consistency of feeling characteristic of the first phase of American national democracy. Americans are divided from one another much more than they were during the middle period by differences of interest, of intellectual outlook, of moral and technical standards, and of manner of life. Grave inequalities of power and deep-lying differences of purpose have developed in relation of the several primary American activities. The millionaire, the boss, the union laborer, and the lawyer have all taken advantage of the loose American political organization to promote somewhat unscrupulously their own interests and to obtain special sources of power and profit at the expense of a wholesome national balance. But the foregoing examples of specialized organization and purposes do not stand alone. They are the most conspicuous and the most troublesome because of the power wielded by those particular classes and because they can claim for their purposes the support of certain aspects of the American national tradition. Yet the same process has been taking place in all the other departments of American social and intellectual life. Technical experts of all kinds, engineers, men of letters, and artists have, all of them, been asserting much more vigorously their own special interests and purposes. In so asserting themselves, they cannot claim the support of the American National Democratic Convention. On the contrary, the proclamation of high technical standards and of insistent individual purposes is equivalent to a revolt from the traditions of the middle period, which were all in favor of cheap work and the average worker. But different as is the situation of these technical experts, the fundamental meaning of their self-assertion is analogous to that of the millionaire and the boss. The vast incoherent mass of the American people is falling into definite social groups, which restrict and define the mental outlook and social experience of their members. The all-round man of the innocent middle period has become the exception. The earlier homogeneity of American society has been impaired, and no authoritative and edifying, but conscious, social ideal has as yet taken its place. The specialized organization of American industry, politics, and labor, and the increasingly severe special discipline imposed upon the individual, are not to be considered as evils. On the contrary, they are indications of greater practical efficiency, and they contain a promise of individual moral and intellectual emancipation. But they have their serious and perilous aspects, because no sufficient provision has been made for them in the national democratic tradition. What it means is that the American nation is being confronted by a problem, which the earlier national democracy expected to avoid, the social problem. By the social problem is usually meant the problem of poverty, but grave inequalities of wealth are merely the most dangerous and distressing expression of fundamental differences among the members of a society of interest and of intellectual and moral standards. In its deepest aspect, consequently, the social problem is the problem of preventing such divisions from dissolving the society into which they enter, of keeping such a highly differentiated society fundamentally sound and whole. In this country the solution of the social problem demands the substitution of a conscious social ideal 
for the earlier instinctive homogeneity of the American nation. This homogeneity has disappeared, never to return. We should not want it to return, because it was dependent upon too many sacrifices of individual purpose and achievement. But a democracy cannot dispense with the solidarity which it imparted to American life, and in one way or another such solidarity must be restored. There is only one way in which it can be restored, and that is by means of a democratic social ideal, which shall give consistency to American social life, without entailing any essential sacrifice of desirable individual and class distinctions. I have used the word restoration to describe this binding and healing process, but the consistency which would result from the loyal realization of a comprehensive coherent democratic social ideal would differ radically from the earlier American homogeneity of feeling. The solidarity which it would impart to American society would have its basis in feeling and its results in good fellowship, but it must always remain a promise and constructive ideal, rather than a finished performance. The social problem must, as long as societies continue to endure, be solved afresh by almost every generation, and the one chance of progress depends both upon an invincible loyalty to a constructive social ideal, and upon a current understanding by the new generation of the actual experience of its predecessors. End of chapter 5